Hello, friends. Welcome to Originality Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Dalton. And joining me today, as always, is our show's awesome producer, Amanda Foster. What's up? Today, we'll be talking about Enneagram Type 9s, the peacemaker. We are making these type episodes as concise and to the point as we can so you can figure out your type and learn how to grow without having to read a whole book first or listen to an hour-long podcast. So without further ado, here are 20 words that concisely describe Enneagram Type 9. Understanding. Easygoing. Diplomatic. Calm. Unpretentious. Indecisive. Adaptable. Patient. Peaceful. Composed. Harmony. Mediator. Unselfish. Open-minded. Unbiased. Stubborn. Accepting. Caring. Flexible. And inclusive. So Amanda, out of those 20 words, was there words that you were expecting, words that you were like, yes, that so describes the type nine for me, or any words that you were like, oh, I, I'm still learning about type nine. What does that word mean? I, I wasn't expecting that one. Um, I'm definitely still very, what's the word, perplexed by the number nine um, I feel like I don't quite have a grasp on this number. I feel like just like I, I feel like I've said this for, for like the last. I feel like one through four you felt solid on. Yeah. And then five to nine has all been like, I'm I'm here to learn. Yes. I'm not sure why that is, but I think it could just be because you have taught me that I don't know anything. <laughs> no. Like, I probably didn't even know one through four, and now I'm just, like, realizing. But I think that that also speaks to, like, a lot of people have learned a lot about the Enneagram through Instagram posts or even just, like, shorter podcast episodes, like, conversations or um, even maybe read the road back to you. But there's so much in the Enneagram and so many layers, so much depth to it. And I feel like... What we're trying to do here is we're almost telling the story of the type to get help people get a fuller picture. And so I, my hope is that people are all learning on a deeper level their types. That way they can really wrap their mind around it. Or at least that's been the journey for me, the process for me as I've done the research is like looking at what all these Enneagram teachers and authors and experts are saying and boiling it down to like, what are they really saying? What are the main points here? And it's helped me get a get a, a be able to wrap my mind around it a lot better. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think as we've learned about it, I've realized that my preconceived ideas um, were just not as fleshed out as the numbers really are. So I think if you had asked me about the nine, I would have said, yes, they're very peaceful, they're calm, they're easygoing, they're adaptable, they're composed. Um, But I also feel like the nines that I know, I wouldn't have people who tell me that they're a nine, I usually cannot tell before they tell me. And then I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I wouldn't have thought that. So I'm not sure why that is. 
Um, so I, I feel like I know the words that would describe a nine, but I don't really understand a nine. And so like with the words, I'm looking at them right now and I see adaptable, but I also see stubborn. And so I'm wondering what's going on there. And then unpretentious is an interesting one to me. Mm -hmm. What makes a group of people? I feel like that's that's been like the question that I've started to ask is what makes a whole group of people unpretentious? Yeah. So obviously we're going to dive in real deep into the nine here in a minute. Mm -hmm. But nines, they don't want to ruffle anyone's feathers. They don't want to draw attention to themselves. And they they tend to just go along to get along. They go along with the flow. Um, they, they tend to not assert what they want. And so they're not going to be like, like, I don't know, I think of a pretentious person as like, kind of arrogant, like, um, but also like, I don't know, how would you f define pretension? I don't know. I feel like I first started, I, I feel like I started to just associate unpretentious or uh, pretentious with like, hipsters. <laughs> yes, I feel like that's perfect. <laughs> I feel like that's like, if, if, you looked up pretentious in the dictionary. It would be hipsters who think they know better than everyone else. <laughs> yes. And nines are the last person to think that they know better than everyone else. They're here to understand. They're here to listen. They're not going to judge. They're going to accept people as they are. And they're going to want everyone to be included because they have a deep desire for unity. That really drives them. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to our four primary characteristics of type nines. So number one, nines maintain inner peace by preserving a peaceful environment. So nines have this God-given desire for unity and peace that really drives them. And they it's said that they relate to all of the numbers and they can see everyone's perspective and they want to bring everyone together in unity. So as children, nines learn to blend in in order to bring peace to the environment or to cope with the pain of feeling lost in the crowd. Nines may have been reprimanded for expressing strong feelings, so they developed a coping strategy to suppress their needs, desires, and emotions in order to support and care for others and in response to a subconscious false belief that their thoughts, feelings, needs, and desires really don't matter as much as everyone else's. So nines take the path of least resistance. They like to go with the flow and dislike drawing attention to themselves. By focusing outwardly, nines tend to lose touch with their inner world and can fall asleep to their desires, preferences, and priorities. So basically, to summarize that, they want peace. They want this inner calm and peace within themselves. They want to be comfortable and content and calm, and they need peace in their outer environment in order to achieve that. So in order to create or maintain that peace, they suppress their wants, needs, desires, priorities, you know, preferences, all of those things that make them who they are in order to not stir the pot, to not 
they don't want to cause conflict. So any potential conflict, um, any assertion of self, that that could make somebody else unhappy. That can mean that they don't get what they want and that, that could cause a break in relationship. And so in order to maintain relationship, they just shut down that that inner world, which over time, if you never ask for what you want over time, that becomes really frustrating and even painful. So then they kind of grow numb to that. And we'll get into that a little bit more, but it begins to look like self-forgetfulness. Uh, it's like they forget themselves over time. By saying that they forget themselves, are you saying that they forget about their needs or they actually start to lose? Yeah. So they, they, they tend to merge with others and take on their opinions and beliefs and feelings um, also because they're so understanding and um, so compliant. So, uh, but they, yeah, they, they tend to struggle with a sense of self, a sense of identity, a sense of really knowing what they want and being able to voice that and ask for that. Mm, that's interesting. So I would say that there's similarities to the two maybe. Mm-hmm. For sure. And a lot of times twos and nines will mistype as each other. And and even if you were raised in Christian conservative culture in the South and you're a woman, then you may have assumed that being a two was what you were supposed to do, is what you were supposed to be. Yeah, we're all born to be twos. Apparently. (laughs) Uh, I feel like when I heard about the Enneagram, I was like, I need to be a two. Oh. Because of how oh, I was oh. raised. But, um, yeah, it's true. But nines who tend to adapt to fit a mold, they they tend to take on two characteristics. And so, especially depending on what generation you're in, um, it's not uncommon for women who are nines in the South to think that they're twos. The difference is that... That is such an interesting, specific little quirk of <laughs> the Enneagram. And of but course, absolutely here in Texas, sense. it's going to be a lot more... This is what we know. Yes. <laughs> We're going to encounter that a lot more. Whereas if you're listening yeah. and you're somewhere in the North, you're going to be like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a whole thing. So th- how you know if you're a nine or a two is... Um, the motivation. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. <laughs> so n- nines are so motivated by inner peace and calm. And it's really more of a like, I need peace in myself and in my environment. And twos just want to go and help people. They're they're trying to get affirmation because they want to, to receive love by loving others. Yeah. So nines just want to still any water... Mm-hmm. Um, just make sure everything's okay. Twos are actually looking for love mm-hmm. by accommodating. Yes. For others. By doing. Nines want love too, but they want love by being seen for who they really are. And not that twos don't want that, but th- nines aren't going to get busy doing a bunch of things in order to accommodate like to try and get a verbal affirmation from someone that doesn't matter to them as much. They tend to fight taking action like the hmm. deadly sin or the passion of the um, nine is sloth, which 
um, is defined as almost like a, a, an attentiveness to their own desires or like needs. And they don't know how to, they struggle to prioritize and to take action. So twos are super action oriented and um, nines can be very busy people, but it's, it, it just looks a little different. Hmm. Interesting. So two, nines protect their autonomy and adaptability. That's really important to them. So nines don't like to be told what to do or to be pushed in any direction. They can become very passive aggressive and stubborn when they feel like someone is trying to push them to do something or is directing them. I have run into this a lot because I'm a seven. One of my top strengths is activator. And I have a tendency to want to push people. And people don't like that. Nines don't like that. Don't try and push them. It makes them get more stubborn and makes them way less motivated to take action. I feel like that's the one where I'm like, if they just want to distill the waters, though, wouldn't they just, just do something just to get someone to shut up? Or I don't know. They might be willing to say yes. It depends on what you're trying to push them to do and how healthy they are, where they're at in life. Like, especially if it has to do with them taking action on what, like, they're passionate about or what their dreams are or what they want. Like, if you try and push them, they just get more stubborn. Because they don't want to take action. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to explain this more. Okay. Okay, so nines have this strong desire for autonomy because they are so focused on maintaining inner peace and feel that they need the spontaneity and flexibility to satisfy whatever that desire may be moment by moment. So, therefore... So, that's why they're stubborn. Yes. They, that's why they don't want to be told what to do. They need to be autonomous to have flexibility in their work schedule. So, like, if they feel like, oh, like, this sounds like that would be comforting to me or that might... Um, help me feel at peace or comfortable or content, then they're going to go do that thing. They need spontaneity to be able to go do something. But like working in like a really rigid structured environment, which someone's trying to micromanage them, like they would just shut down. Like it's yeah. really hard for a nine um, to not have variety and adaptability and flexibility to just kind of be able to do what they feel like doing. So they typically look for occupations that offer a lot of flexibility um, so that they can be supportive of others and maintain their inner calm and comfort. So point three, our third characteristic of Enneagram type nines. Type nines are empathetic, understanding, and inclusive. In order to maintain their inner sense of peace, nines' focus of attention is on others, to support others, to help them come to a state of peace within themselves and in relation to the nine. Nines relate to all the personality types, which can make it difficult to figure out their type, but they have an incredible capacity to understand different perspectives and viewpoints and can make fantastic mediators. Nines are super intentional to be inclusive. They don't want anyone to feel left out. And the flip side of this is that nines tend to merge with the thoughts, feelings, and opinions of others as they care for them and minimize what they really want. Our fourth characteristic of type nines is that they struggle with forgetting themselves. The belief that what they want is not important or that their presence doesn't matter as much causes nines to disconnect from their desires and priorities. As they do this, they become numb to any strong emotion, anger, joy, passion, positive or negative. 
all seem to be diluted in an attempt to maintain peace. This causes them to struggle with procrastination by diverting to secondary tasks because it is genuinely difficult for them to identify their priorities. Um, So I was reading in, I want to say it was Helen Palmer's book on the Enneagram, and she was describing a nine that had like a deadline to meet, stuff to work on, who got like really hung up on trying to fix the right jars to lids in her kitchen for two hours and just got like lost in it. And then like all of a sudden realized, oh my gosh, I just spent two hours on something that was like so not important. <laughs> and it's it's a way that nines procrastinate, but it's like they they struggle to be able to prioritize things in their mind because they're not really in touch with what they want. So it hel- it, it, it causes them to struggle to, with direction, um, what direction to go. And so they, they end up being kind of just go with the flow, a little directionless. And they really fight that. And that doesn't mean they, they can be super you know, task oriented and get stuff done. And they're, they're naturally super relational, but they, they can still be very accomplished people. So I'm not saying that, but, um, procrastinating by getting caught in secondary task is pretty common to a lot of nines. Nines are often not clear on what they want and they have a hard time speaking up for themselves. So this is the person that you ask them, Hey, where do you want to go for lunch? And they're like, I don't know. Where do you want to go for lunch? Um, when they do express anger, it is often passive aggressive or an unexpected outburst. And in this way, the nine sort of forgets themselves and doesn't take action to do what they really want to do or what they feel called to do. Are you saying that their anger is connected to their loss of self? Yes and no. So all of it contributes to their loss of sense of self. So they have this low value for themselves. They believe their presence doesn't matter, that their desires don't matter as much as someone else's. And so that that low value for their own self-worth causes them to kind of blend in, to sink into the background. And that then in turn over time means that they prioritize everybody else's thoughts, feelings, and opinions over their own. So they're really good at understanding people and hearing people out. And they they prioritize peace, but um, as part of that. So it's, it's a combination of low self-worth and peace. Like they want to maintain peace. And again, when we're talking about the Enneagram, what, what, you know, I hope that we're doing, or what I believe that we're doing is we're exposing the way the enemy takes the way that God has gifted you and twist it. And so nines are gifted to mediate conflict, to mm-hmm. bring a different perspective, to understanding, accepting people, inclusion, they're non-judgmental. They are carriers of peace and they are reconcilers. Like they bring unity and we need nines in the body of Christ being nines. But yeah. what happens, the scheme of the enemy against them is for them to not take action, to do what they're really called to do, and to not speak up, to not voice their needs, desires, or wants. And for them then to have kind of this 
subconscious anger and frustration that their desires aren't being met that then they now in turn have to numb because they're not aware of it. So then they numb for such a long time that those frustrations um, can just suddenly turn into anger without them realizing it. And it's because they haven't allowed themselves to process their own desires. Yeah, their own feelings, their own desires, not ask for what they want. And they, you know, in the process of doing that, have sort of lost a sense of self, a sense of individuality. So they they fear insignificance, and yet they don't believe that they're significant, so they make themselves insignificant. It's, it, you know, it's a... It's yeah, a, it's yeah. like that cycle of... Yeah. yeah, but that's kind of the, the full picture of the nine, what their core struggle is, what's motivating that, and then how it unfolds. That's it for today. Tune in next week for our Enneagram Type 9 Part 2 episode. I'm so grateful for those of you who have been listening and sharing. It really, it means so much, more than you could ever know. And I just, I love you guys. I've been so blessed by the people who have shared the podcast and shared it with your friends and passed it along to somebody else. And yeah, just wanted to take an extra long moment to express that today. If you loved this episode or if you learned something today, please leave a review on iTunes and follow us on Instagram at Originality Podcast or on my personal Instagram account at Jess Loves Personality. And make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I would like to close out our time together with a quote from C.S. Lewis. No man who bothers about originality will ever be original. Whereas if you simply try to tell the truth, you will become original without ever having noticed it. Until next time.